What's good, people? Welcome back to the Elimi Talks podcast with your favorite host, Abdul. Today, we're joined by a remarkable individual, someone I would describe as a visionary. He's the founder of a fintech startup company called Great Arc Technology. And what they're doing right now is they're revolutionizing the game from having their products marketed and launched in Selfridges to also taking down a 10 million pounds crowdfunded company as well. So I'm pretty sure you can kind of grasp the caliber of the guests we have on the show today. And I have no doubt in my mind he will be dropping a lot of gems and also giving you guys a great insight into the world of business. So as usual, make sure you're taking on them notes. And without further ado, let's get active. Mr. Josh. What's happening? How you doing, bro? Chilling. How you doing? So excited to have you on today, man. No, thank you. How you feeling? Good. You know what it is? Like, before you start, I feel like what you're doing is really great. Like, with, with kind of, you know, interviewing, especially a lot of entrepreneurs, because I feel like, a lot of people, they need to get like a real insight into sure. how actual business is. So, yeah. yeah people I'm, see I'm, the glitz and the glams on Instagram and it's just yeah. all like... Do you know what it is? People, lifestyle, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, that, they generally only see one side, um, which is it's fine, but I, feel, I blame social media because they only portray one side. Mm. So everyone feels like it's really easy because they're only seeing one side, but there's a whole... It's, it's a mental game. It's, it's, a, it's a graft. It's, it takes everything. So... Yeah, that's what we're here we for. Can... You're here to yeah, yeah, show yeah. the nitty gritty. We're going no, to chop course, it up. Of course. Um, before we get started, Josh, just for yeah. the audience out there who don't know who Trishanti is, yeah. you know, you go by the name of Black Bond, also been dubbed the next Richard Branson. Yeah. I feel like we're, these are a lot of, you know, a lot of pressure. How do you, how do you kind of deal with the, deal with the limelight? Uh, okay, the Black Bond, I just, I, I gave it to myself. Reason being, because I wanted to, um, I just like the whole concept of James Bond and dressing smart mm-hmm. and yeah, just, I like his style. So that's why it's I classed classic. the name kind of, yeah, Black Bond. Um, the Richard Branson, it came from when I won an award when I was 12 years old. Uh, I won student of the year and the newspaper dubbed me as the next Richard Branson due to entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. So in regards to that, that's how that kind of came around the whole Richard Branson. But yeah. I, I mean, it's something that I've kind of stuck to. It's yeah. like a pinpoint, yeah. an anchor point almost. But well, to, to be put to be put the same, you know, same yeah. sense, average man. Of course, that, that means you like you must have been doing something. No, no, but, but I mean, I mean, to be honest, like my whole kind of thing in life is that everyone else, everyone's a human being at the end of the day. Everyone's got same twenty four hours. Everyone's born the same way. So as long as I see someone else that's able to do it, I know I just need to figure out what they've done. Mm, that do it better. and yeah and innovate it and do it better and and once you kind of have that concept of things then you don't really fear anything you will you won't fear as much when you go into business because everything you want's on the other side of fear right yeah 100 so, 100 so. so who is josh who's your shanty brief history lesson for those for those out there uh, childhood upbringing yeah so maybe education. i i grew up in west london um, and then I moved to South London when I was about 17, 18. Uh, had a really up good, bring, up good upbringing in West. Mum put me through even private tuition, made sure we'd done every oh, sport. Wow. I was doing like football, I was doing fencing, gymnastics, basketball. So with it, I felt like I got pushed just to try everything because my mum was always like from early if you're going to be the best, like, if you're going to do anything, just be the best in it. If you, if you want to be a dustbin man, be fine. The best dustbin just be man. the best dustbin man a sweep in the road. So for me, I've always had that installed from early, which I feel like is probably 
kind of kept my mindset always seeking for more and seeking for better and obviously just trying to be the best, just mm. attempting at least. Um, so I, I grew up in West and then I moved to my dad's house in South London when I was 18. Um, I think it was a bit of a culture shock because obviously growing up West London and then growing up South <laughs> London back then was, was different. Like the first yeah. day I went in South, I got chased out just for wearing red. But back then, obviously, I didn't know about the whole Blue Brother and all yeah, of that stuff. Because West London, everyone's kind of like their own. But yeah, I mean, it was both an experience, but I felt like it was good to get both aspects of life because it makes you, I feel like it makes you a whole person. Like I went to Lewisham College. I just went to the nearest college okay. when I moved to South, which is Lewisham College, which obviously back then was a bit kind of crazy as well. So but I feel like it's a good experience because you learn you learn a lot. Like I feel like living in South probably made me more streetwise. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you got you kind of got the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I'll say yeah, the best, best of both worlds in respect to that. So that's like my kind of upbringing and stuff. Did you go um, to uni after that? Um, yeah. So I went to uni for two weeks. I dropped out of uni. Two weeks. Two weeks. So two in weeks. fourteen days. You yeah, knew yeah. This yeah. Is not uni. Yeah, yeah. That must take a lot of balls to know that you know what I can. I can. You know what I can actually maybe do this. One. I don't need the, the yeah. you know, education system. Where did you get this confidence from? Uh, um, I, I feel like uni wasn't for me, in a way, and also, I felt my thing on life is that we're all we're lost on time. So if I feel like something's going to take up more time of mine and I don't need to, then I'm going to try and save time because at the end of the day, that's you can't, get, every, you can't, you can't get, back. get back. So, and as well, I knew that university for me, I could only learn so much. I could probably have more hands-on experience in the real world, which later on I discovered is true at the end of the day because most of the stuff, they don't even teach you properly in university. They don't teach you about taxes. They don't even teach you about Facts. like like even stuff like getting a good accountant, like setting Facts. up a business, like outsourcing stuff, yeah. like how to how, just how to conduct yourself in an actual business world. And it's just textbook, which is fine. You can be textbook smart, but at the end of the day, you need to be kind of streetwise and actual experience. So I feel like that's the main reason why. Okay. Of university. So so this entrepreneur because when I when I look at you, I just think entrepreneur straight away. I think yeah. innovative. You know risk taker yeah so have you always have you always had this mindset from early mm-hmm. if so have you how have you cultivated this mindset um i had yeah i i've been in i've, I've just been fascinated about business in general i'm just always fascinated by it. like my thing is that i'm fascinated about having an idea in your head and bringing it into reality because any company you see out there, any other company, any company, you can think of the biggest company, whatever, all of it started with just one idea. It started with one person with one idea. And it's crazy to think that even like Amazon or Nike and these things, it's just for one person. Mm. And that one person changed everything, everything because they changed their family's life. They changed their grandchildren's life. Do you know what I mean? They changed a whole generation of their life and it just came from one idea and actually having the heart to say, okay, do you know what? I'm actually going to go out there and do this. And, I, and unfortunately, a lot of people, this is what I even found when I moved to South London. There was a lot of people with good ideas, but it was a place full of kind of lost ambition almost mm. because people, they can only, they only go what, how they can only go as far as they can see in front of them. Yeah, they can't think outside their environment. I thought the exactly. same happened for me as well. Like, yeah. Before going to university, I just yeah. felt like 
my ends is just what it is. Yeah. When I go to you know, meet people from different walks like of that, life. Most like, people, wow. they're, they're not even, to, it's not like they're even to blame for that because at the end of the day, it's like, who's to know, who them to know any better? Do you know what I mean? It's like, before I even came into like the city or anything, I had no idea. I w- it's like, I wasn't exposed to it. I wasn't exposed to it. And what tends to happen is, the reason why a lot of these other people kind of have uh, more of an advantage as well, or some people have more of an advantage is because they're exposed to stuff mm. early. So it's like, you can only be a novice of anything for so long. Mm. Do, you know, do you understand? It's like, if you do something repeatedly a numerous amount of times, eventually you're going to get, exactly. you're going to get better. It's inevitable because you can't get worse at something. You can only get better. So it's just how long you're willing to stick it out to get better. And I feel like the most important thing is just don't quit. Because when, yeah. when you quit is when you lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, so you're only out of the game when, when you fully quit. And a lot of people, they, they'll they have one hurdle and all of a sudden that's it. That's it. Call it quits. It's like, yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. If you, if you truly believe something in your mind and you have that kind of end vision of where it is, it's already there. It's just for you to actually get out and do it because something in your head is somehow managed to figure out yeah. and put put together to yeah. even visualize that 100%. it can even be there. 100%. And like I say, like force turn to things. So at the end of the day. Speaking of vision, yeah. Your most recent venture, which is to me it's a success. Yes. I'm pretty sure it started with a vision. Yeah. Great art technology. Yeah. We've got your perks right here. Yes. Um, before we get into the products, I want you just—I want you to talk us through the vision you had for this company. What made you feel, feel like there was a gap in the market for this product? Um, okay, so the reason why I wanted to even go into the tech sector because this is my thing. Any business that I want to go into, I want to go into a business that isn't first of all isn't saturated. Uh, one that people haven't really diverse into, because then it's an open market. So that makes sense. Mm. Now, let's say like 2014, when I came into the whole trading thing, um, there was, it, was, it wasn't really a saturated market. Now, fast forward to everyone's 2021, a everyone's a trader. That's Social why like, I don't even like to even label myself or put on my Instagram that, oh yeah, like trader in my bio, because I'm not trying to kind of portray myself to be one of these Instagram traders. But I mean when I was doing it back then, there wasn't much people. So it was much easier to kind of go in there and really try and dominate. But I feel like when the market's oversaturated, you have so much competition and everyone in general, they're just always trying to do the same thing, same thing, same thing. So when I started, when I, when I, when I chose to go into tech, I was like, you know what? There's not really anyone that's really kind of like from the young generation that's really gone in and dominated the tech scene, especially even in the UK because mm. not many people know even how to. Mm. Um, and obviously, like, James Bond and, like I said, the whole kind of black Bond persona, yeah. like, it, it, it was... I like smart tech gadgets. So for me, it wasn't really a hard task because I'm already uh, a smart tech fanatic and it was just put putting, like, kind of two and two together. And so that's the reason why I wanted to kind of jump in the tech market. Um but when I did, I like I had just one goal, and that's just to dominate, 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 dominate. dominate, yeah. dominate. That's and it. so that's what I'm trying to do. So, so out of all the products in tech, why yeah. did you choose a specific products you've chosen? Um, okay, cool. So, so the, yeah, so this is the water bottle. 
and um, it's it's a smart water bottle. So basically, it's got temperature display on the top. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's got temperature display on the top. Uh, it, it insulates the heat as well. Uh, what it does, it's got a UVC light. So inside the bottle, it sterilizes and purifies your water. So effectively turning tap water into bottle water. So inside here, oh, wow. it's got something called a UVC light. And what you do is you put your water in there, you double tap the top, and it sterilizes. Do you mind if I just... Uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's, it, it, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So, so like my, my, my kind of... Um, whole thing with Greyhawk, what I wanted to do was I wanted to almost introduce, you remember Toys of Us, right? Yes. So think a bit of a cross between Toys of Us and Apple. So you have, so Toys of Us, you had a selection of, of toys and yeah. stuff, right? But Apple at the moment are the market leaders in producing just uh, like kind of iPads and mm. accessories mm. that are in yeah. everyday homes. Like if someone says they have an Apple product, you don't think twice of it. You expect everyone to have an Apple product, at least one in their home. Do you My vision for Greyarch is to kind of replica that, but for smart tech. So I'm, I want to bring everyday products that's going to be more for convenience to people's life. So, so whether it be a water bottle or whether it be a notebook, these are everyday items that people use, but it's innovative items and smart technology added to them to try and make people's life just more of a convenience. Mm. So for the water bottle example, you have athletes, you have uh, people who are kind of health conscious. Um, obviously we're post COVID as well. So everyone as well is so kind of big on their kind of health, health and, and cleaning. So absolutely. I thought, okay, with Grey Arc, the best thing to do would be to bring out the water bottle because if you bring out the water bottle, it's at the right time. Uh, it'll get the right market reaction we want to, and it'll kind of give an introduction into what's more to come because our slogans keep discovering. And that's the main thing for our products to hopefully people keep discovering. So they're discovering more, they're discovering more smart tech, yeah. fall in love with it, yeah. and hopefully then they fall in love with the great art brand. And so that's the way I'm so kind at, of... at the early stage of, of, of your um, design for your product, how did you know the kind of audience you wanted to target because knowing the kind of man you are you're very you know very specific yeah you know you're lazy you don't just you know, um you're very specific how did you define your target audience how did you know okay. these are the people i want to target i actually i okay i'll explain the story right okay. so we we had one competitor right one well when i first had the bottle i look i, I wanted to see okay who's the main competitor and how am I going to overtake them? My thing in business is this. You don't... People, they go and they research loads of different competition, all of this stuff, and then what they'll do, they'll draw up a plan and they'll start to work from there. Mm. I don't believe in that at all. I believe go for the head of the snake. Go for the best of the best Smart. and watch exactly what they've done Smart. and just innovate it. And Smart. that's all you need to do. Smart. And it's like, People don't even realize they spend so much time planning, spending months, months, months. I don't do the procrastination. I just need to know what the main leader in this is doing and I will innovate. I will, I will do it 10 times better. And so, because it cannot really lay the foundation. Exactly. So you're not having to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. Just think smart. Exactly. And, and that's the whole kind of key in life. It's like you just need to make stuff better. It's like, Every year, there's a better car coming out. Do you know what I'm trying mm. to say? No one's trying to invent a new version of a car. They just invent exactly. a better version. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, a better version. Smart. 
anything, everything, phones, every single year, like people are not even catching on. This is what's already happening out here. So you just need to follow and do the same. So with the water bottle, there's a competitor called Lark, right? Or I don't know if I should have mentioned that, but yeah, <laughs> we had the competitor, we, our main competitors, right? And they had a crowdfunding for 10 million pounds just to create something like this. And they were in Selfridges originally. Mm. So when they were in Selfridges, I remember about a year ago, I went into Selfridges and I used to buy Smart Tech products and I actually bought one of their bottles. And when I was in there, I, I said to the guy, because one of the sales associates who was the manager there, Nelson, and I said, I can create a better version of this bottle. Like, it's too, it's too chunky. There was a mm. lot of stuff with it. And, I, and then he was just like, yeah. And I was like, no, listen, I'm going to do it. So that, so, sorry, sorry. So when you said this, yeah. you hadn't even done anything yet, right? You just, oh, yeah. just based on yeah. face value. Oh, you yeah, just yeah, saw yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. kind of already saw yeah. defects in it. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I saw it. Got I, 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 I wanted to get into the, the tech. Um, I said, okay, do you know what? Let me start with this because I feel like this would be an easy one and it'll kind of ease my way into it. So it went away, started doing my research as well, because I feel like my age group, I understand what my kind of generation looks for because yeah. I've got a lot of friends mm. and I've got a lot of people in general that, that I, I kind of look at, even just for like fashion and stuff. So I can't get a gist of what our kind of generation kind of wants. So I feel like, okay, let me try and kind of tap into that, make smart tech cool again like make it cool to have smart gadgets and all of that stuff. So uh, research everything. I was studying this company like it was the Bible, literally. <laughs> I was at like top to bottom. study your competition? Yeah, yeah, study. I studied everything. Like you said, I, head of the like, snake. Uh, the way they've done their commercials, the way they've done their Google ads, the way they approached it, the colors they used, um, if they were kind of hard pushing with the ads or if they were soft pushing, like so many other things. So eventually when I actually kind of released this one, it was everything but that bottle, but times two. So then when it was time for me to go to Selfridges and be like, okay, look, I've got my bottle ready now. They were, it was, it was an easy deal to get to basically overtake them. And within a year later, we took their spot in Selfridges, which that is, is incredible. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like, obviously it's like, Companies like got 10 million. You see, when so, you approach Selfridges, do yeah. they take you seriously? Like, because no. they're a big company, you must get approached by so many. Um, yeah, 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 they do. So, yeah. why do they give you the time of the day? Because, like, like I said, I feel like there's there's no rules to business. There's no rules. Like, you write your own rules, and you 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 make it happen in a way you feel you need to. And my my approach is like, okay, this these guys are not going to take me serious. The way for me to get in, I was buying the smart tech. I was buying it as a customer. Mm. But because they're seeing me go in there and spend, mm. after a while, they're thinking, yeah, they've got a good connection with this kid. You familiar know what I'm face. Yeah, yeah, familiar face. So when it, when it, was, when it was for me to go to, time to talk to them, it, was, it, it wasn't as hard as maybe normal. But in general, you're always going to have a stigma. Like even up till now, when I'm dressed casually, and someone's introducing me as like the founder of the company. I you can see on someone's face already. They're like, what? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, hey, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it, it is it's it's good because it's it's about time. Like 
you know, they start to see, especially kind of young black entrepreneurs and stuff, that we can actually do a lot. And it's not just kind of football or rapping or yeah, music or anything sure, we're doing. Sure. Uh, we can actually well, like, we shouldn't kind of be celebrated for that. Hundred percent. Like I've I've met so many people since I've been in this kind of industry. And like a lot of people obviously they they always say like, oh, what made you want to get into it? And it's this and I say, listen, when it's all said and done and I come out of this tech game, yeah, and everything. I'll be the most dominant in it. And reason being is because I've got my eye on the prize. I've got my eye on the floor. And I'm not worried At about anyone times. else. Yeah, yeah, anyone else. I'm not worried. Like, there's loads of companies that do water sport. I'm not worried about a single one of them. I only just wanted the one. I, was, I just need to know Again, who's the head leader. of the snake. Yeah, head of the snake. That's it. And since then, it's just that. So that's why when we go for the notebook, when we go for like different stuff, it's all of the best quality. Whether Always it, innovating. It, yeah, but everything's to the highest quality, whether it be the adverts, whether it be the ads, whether it be that color, like the website, everything is to the highest, highest quality. I'm actually going to touch, touch on the marketing side of thing quickly. And I, I know you guys saw that as well. Your bottle saw that. So like, yeah, what yeah. was the reception like when you guys went live in Selfridges? Um, look, launching in Selfridges, like I said, like, it, it wasn't, I knew it would do pretty good. And that wasn't me just trying to be naive or anything. It's just based because I knew that there was another water bottle on there before. And also as well, it's a more sleek version. It's, it's, it's more kind of something that it's not too loud. It's not too loud. It's not too subtle. It's smack bang in the middle. I like, I like the design, like sleek. Yeah. And you know, it, it's just got that tech feeling to yeah, it. Yeah. Like, and the designs yeah. are very, very simple. Yeah. Um, also, you, you touched upon marketing as well. As you've launched a new product, what is the marketing side? What's the talk us through the marketing side of things? Because I know I remember seeing one of your social posts about Facebook ads, yeah. which a lot of people probably don't really know yeah. the importance or the value of that as well. Yeah. Talk us through that one. Um, I, do you know, a lot of companies, what they do is they'll have a, they have a business or they have a product. And what they will do is get influencers. So they'll do the easiest thing that they feel like everyone else is in which is obviously influencers or loads of people who they can tap into their audience and engagement and all of that stuff, which is fine. But there's a whole other side to it, which I feel like, especially our generation, we, again, we're not informed. We're not exposed to this information. Mm. So whereas I wanted to, I wanted to tackle the hardest bit of the marketing, which was going to be the Google ads and Facebook ads, because what you need to do is you actually need to fish for your audience. And then once you fish for, for your audience, you can kind of understand who's your actual target audience. And you tap into that and you tap into their point. So it's like, mm. oh, if you get that perfect customer, yeah. you're tapping into his audience. Yeah. So you're getting one, but you're getting three customers out of one which is a one-to-three ratio in the customers, if that makes sense. Mm. It's like, for example, you know, if you, if, you liked, uh, if you liked a bottle, yeah, and there was your style, and it's this, the likelihood that you're going to have a friend who's similar characteristics to you is very, very high. high. Exactly. So all you need to do is tap into that. So I so, feel like when you're doing, when you, when you do that, you save yourself a lot of money because then you're not having to just, just throw it out there and just see random because sticks. You could have an influencer with a lot of followers. It doesn't necessarily mean your conversion rate is going to match up to be the same. And that's what people don't actually realize. Um, and, and they see in the kind of later run. So I feel like something like kind of Facebook ads and even like Google ads and just kind of, um, kind of optimizing on that. I feel like a lot of people should do. Um, what would you say is a good conversion rate? For ads, for example. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's like saying like, how long is a piece of string? No, it's, it, no, 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 no. But it, it, it depends That's on the company. Good, yeah, no, it, I see it, what it, you mean. It literally depends. Relatives. Yeah, it, it, it could be, it could be anything. But um, you, you can't say it like this. If you invest a hundred pound into an ad, yeah, so you spend a hundred pound on an ad, right? Now that ad that you spent a hundred pounds on has reached five people, yeah. Five people have clicked on your website, right? Out of the five people, two people have bought your product, right? So now you know, for every £100, you're getting two people. That's your conversion at the moment. But depending mm. on your products, do you understand? Mm. Now, over time, this is the thing about kind of ads and stuff. It, it's very easy to kind of selective target. So sooner or later, you know exactly who you're targeting. And that's how these companies are able to kind of stay afloat. You'll find there's some companies... They don't even have a lot of followers on Instagram. Yeah. They're not even that known at all. Yeah. They're, not, they're not big out there or anything. But why are they a multi-million pound company that have crowdfunded? Why are, they a, why are they a multi kind of million pound company who's managed to get themselves in these department stores without no big social? But everyone our age and everyone like our generation, because of they're seeing what everyone else is doing, promos and this is this, they feel like, oh yeah, that's the best way that I'm actually going to capitalize. Just when really cheap, true, cheap mentality, just follow Yeah, me. I feel my, my, my kind of, men, my, my kind of um, um, thought process is like, attack the hardest thing and then come to the easy things later on. Because the rest just follows. Because I could, I could message loads of my friends and say, listen, you give shouts. But number one, I feel like it's not my job to to make you, to, to ask you, it's, your, it's my job to make you a believer. Do you understand? Like I've, I'm, I'm not going to tell you, oh yeah, go self just buy it. Like, if you like it, you're going to go buy it. If you don't, that that's fine because that's just more permission for me that's to make powerful. sure to find really something like that. that you really like, like, if that, that makes sense. I, really like, I feel like a lot of people try to maybe like put the onus on their, you yeah. know, their marketer Promote, promote, promote. Yeah, but yeah. Like, it's like, for example, Apple doesn't have to force you yeah. to buy their product. They don't force you at all. Every year they release new iPhones. That's Even it. though there might be a little minor tweaks, people yeah. still go yeah. and they voluntarily yeah. buy it. Yeah. So I, yeah. Really, I yeah. really agree. 100%. I really so agree so it's, it's crazy. And that's why like the whole fascination with business in general is mad because there's so much out there and there's so much that people are not even just exposed to. I feel so, like, yeah. I mean... You, you always talk about chess, you know. Yeah. Whilst everyone's playing checkers, you're yeah. playing chess. I feel yeah. like business is like a it's like a mental game. It is. I feel like you're really good at that. Talk us through that. Um, so your mind process when you're when you're dabbling into business, for example, if you're going to meet with a client right now, yeah. or you want to pitch a business idea, yeah. like what's do you, what what kind of the, what's the kind of mental steps you kind of take? Right. Well, it's my my thing is like this, right? Keep it simple. Be the solution to someone's problem. That's the way to win, and. At the end of the day, like if you're talking kind of, kind of uh, your your kind of mindset, and I think you just need to you need to have that end vision. That's what I talk about. You need to have that end picture. Like if I I always say this, for example, if I said now tomorrow, if you can just make ten pound tomorrow, I'll be impressed. The, the following day, I'll give you a hundred pound. I'll be so impressed. Like ten pound. What would you say to me right now? Honest answer. I'm going to get that £10. Exactly. But you'll be confident, right? Yeah, 100%. That you'll get it tomorrow. Yeah, because I know what I'm getting out of it. Exactly. But what's written in stone to say you'll make that £10 tomorrow? Nothing, but I'm going to get that £10. But what is written in stone? What is actually guaranteed to say you made that £10? It's not guaranteed. So how do you know you'll make it? Because you're confident, belief. right? Yeah, self-belief. Exactly. So now, when you take that same thing, but you do it on £100. On the biggest scale. £1,000. Right. But that's what people are doing. Because it's like shifting the paradigm. It's like you're. You're, you're so used to that £10 that it's nothing for you to say it. 
you, you almost speak into this just like that. So much confidence, like in your soul heart right now, you're so confident about that ten pound. But there's nothing written in stone to you made at ten pound, mm. except for that you've been around it. Now, if you when you do that, but you do that on a different level, you what you'll find is the it, the life it, it, it gives it to you. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because you're so confident in it already. Understand. Mm. Speaking about confidence, when you started this, did you not have any doubts that this may may or may not work? Because with business, it's all about risks. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you must have evaluated your risks before going into this. Yeah, of course. Talk us through that. Um, I I I feel like just in general, you have to be willing to take risk. Like we, we I, no, do you know what it is? We've only got one life, right? And you know, when you're young, you need to go for everything. You need to. You, this is the time because you have the most energy do you get when you're older like people that are older and even like my mentor and a lot of people older like they've run out of steam do you get they've run out of steam slow down. and they're trying to slow down and everything but I'm, with me it's like I've got so much energy now like and I'm in my own little bubble so because I'm in my own little bubble with my own little world no one can pop my bubble because like I said you, you can't be you can't be not on a pedestal that you've built yourself if you have if you've visualize yourself to be this person life's going to direct you to be that person and it's all about shifting yourself slowly slowly and sometimes things work sometimes things don't work it's just life you just gotta own it you just move on but if if you've got that mindset then i feel like and you're kind of comfortable in yourself and your vision you're always going to prosper because at the end of the day like fortune favors those who dare to win do you know what i mean go for gold Exactly, and you have to go for gold because it's like otherwise, who else is going to do it for you? Like people, they have this idea that they want to obviously be successful, but then when you actually break down, are you actually willing to do what it takes? Like, are you willing to put yourself up? Like, are you willing to actually go for everything with your soul heart? People are not, and it's like it's fair play. But then there's a lot of people that are willing to do it, and they have done it, and they've won over and over and over again. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So mm. that's just how. Um, yeah so I'm guessing as a, as a businessman as yourself you must face a lot of critiques or doubters yeah how do you deal with that talk us through that like I'm pretty <laughs> sure it must take a, a you know a, a level of mindset to be able yeah. to handle the critiques because as they say you, you're only going to be you know hit by someone when you're doing something right yeah but not just right people don't care do you know what I'm saying yeah. how do you deal with that yeah. um, do you know what I at the end of the day you're always going to have people that are going to criticise you no matter what and you know, the critics as you say like all the time um, I feel like with me I I I made not I made a lot of mistakes when I was when, when I was younger which I, I I can admit because that's the whole point of growth and character but I got messed over a lot and so where I got messed over a lot I took on a lot of other people's problems mm. from young do you understand from like 90 and with that, like, I, I feel like I, got, I went through a lot early. Like, I went through depression. I literally went through, like, deep depression. Like, I was fainting back and forth because, like, my body wasn't taking it. And this is when I was 19 years old. But I... Such a young age. Yeah, but it was, like, that's when I first had my company. So, been 19 in Canary and then having... Uh, I won't obviously mention his name, but I had, like, my close friend, my business partner then, who stole a lot of money, do you understand? Like a lot of money, like, like 80 grand. How'd you do it with like 80 grand? No, 
eight grand, but do you know what it is? How do you do that? It is weird and it's not probably the best way to think, but I had to look at it from 360 and I always look at everything from 360 to like anything. And I feel like that's how you have a neutral decision when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're looking to kind of analyze the situation, you have to look at it from a 360 degree. And so what had happened was this, that he was getting students because obviously I was doing the teaching to trade. Yeah. So for every like three students, he would have two of them that he would change the bank details to his bank details. Okay. So there was money coming into the business, but he was pocketing, but it's dripping, dripping, drip feed, drip feed. So by the time you drip fed so much, it's like, I couldn't go to him and, and be like, oh, where's the money? Because he had spent it. But now there's these 80 people who now I have to pay back because I can't recall where the money's gone. Yeah. Now, when you're going through that and then it, everything starts to go downhill and it's like I lost everything. So at the stage, at the time, I was going through like heavy depression, heavy depression. Um, and again, it's just having an end vision. It's like saying to yourself, okay, look, this is the situation. This is what I'm in. There's nothing I can do about it, but how am I going to get myself out? How did you pick yourself back up? Um, I just, I, I do like little things. Like I, I like to watch kind of like people like Michael Jordan, even Conor McGregor, like Elon Musk. Like I, I like to watch videos on them and what, what they've kind of gone through. And at the end of the day, I just look at business and everything is like one big game. So I'm like, okay, do you know what? I'm in this position now. How am yeah. I going to get out? How am I going to get out? Like I'll be in South London, yeah, at my dad's house and everything. And I'll have one of my friends and I'll always tell him, I'll say, listen, in a year's time, I'm going to be out of here. I'm like, listen, I'm going to graft. I'm going to graft. Like, and you've got to keep that fire. You've got to keep that fire. Set light. Burning. Yeah. And once you have that fire, you have that burning desire to win. It's like, no one's going to stop you. You, you, everyone can tell me my, I'm a shit, shit idea. You can say, yeah, your idea shit. You're this, you're that. Okay, that's absolutely fine. That's fine. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because, most of the noise you'll find from critics, it all comes from the stand. And people not doing nothing. And, and, and even like one, one, of, one, of my, one, one of my friends here, yeah, he said something so wise. He said, he said, listen, he says, remember, most of the noise here, yeah, you see you in the football match. Yeah. Where did the noise come from? From the stands. Exactly. You and see then the, even on the pitch. You see the players shouting at each other? No. Why? Focus. Exactly. So how is it that the players not shouting at each other, but you've got people in the stand who are not even on the pitch running they're not, they're not grafting, but you're the biggest critics. They're, they're the biggest critics. Do you understand what I'm trying mm. to say? And it's like, once you understand that, you understand like, it's just noise. You need to drown the distraction. Right. Because regardless, someone out there is going to say something about me. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. All you need to do is just sit back and watch them. Because I know what I'm doing. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to redivert my energy to even entertain or anything. But at the end of the day, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Like I said, it's not my job to tell people, oh, you don't, I don't need you to think of this. Like, think what you want. Yeah. It's my job to make you a believer. And in due time, you will see. Do you understand? So, so results speak so, for themselves. Yeah, results speak for themselves. Mm. So that's just my And not only this, so you're not, not, yeah. not only great at tech, you've also got a social business as well that you successfully, I think you yeah. did it um, yeah. even during lockdown. Yeah, so I, I, first, I first had a Shisha lounge and everything. And, in, in, and I had one in South London. First Shisha lounge that I opened. Uh, it was a learning curve because I'd never sell up shoes and I had to get stuff built and everything. But people don't realise 
Shisha is the, the reason, like, she's, I'm a Shisha fanatic myself. Yeah. Like, anyone that knows me, if you want to have a meeting, you want to have a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Mention Shisha, I'm yeah. there, 100%. Um, but with the Shisha business, what had happened is I didn't think about location. So the first one I had was in Deptford Bridge. It was great. We'd done up well and everything. But what you would tend to find is that drawing the customers there was difficulty. And the prices that I wanted to charge wouldn't match the target audience that was around there. So again, it's just experience. It's like, yeah, I, I lost out on the business in the end, but I gained so much more experience mm. than when I've done it a second time round. Canary Wolf. Yeah, I smashed mm, out. The different world. target audience, different market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second one, obviously Canary Wolf, which was, um, it was good. It was good. It was like, we, you know, we, we had a lot of people coming there. Um, we understood about our target audience. Uh, we made it more exclusive. So when you make it more exclusive, you can charge more for premium. And people always want to be part of a club. People yeah, don't people, want to be left out. Exactly. I, mm. When we were discussing where to do it, we said, okay, look, if we're doing Shisha, we tell you, if we're doing Shisha, we're doing Canary Wolf. Reason being is because when you tell someone Shisha's in Canary Wolf, it's a different attitude to tell them Shisha's in Deptford. Mm, it's Do you true, understand? It's true. Even it's without true. seeing the place, they have they have a kind of preconceived image of it. And so that's the reason why I wanted to push it into kind of Canary Wolf because then it'll be easy to then, you know, yeah. just kind of go for it. So, And I also know you've got another, a few other ventures coming out. I think exclusive sort of like a stay hotel as well. For that. Yes, yes, the... yes. With that one, or mentioned that too. Yeah, okay, with that too detail. Sweet. But, All right. but, 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 I mean, like, the, I've, I've got a few projects which I'm kind of looking to do, but do you know what it is? I'm just trying to have fun with it. Like, honestly, like, I'm not, like... It's a big game to you, isn't it? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's, it's just it. like one big, like, I feel like you just got to have fun with it because the moment you take it too seriously and this is this, it's like, what you'll find is that business is such, it's such a messed up game. It's such a messed up game and so many stuff will happen. I think to myself, what is going on? I think to myself, like, oh my God, what is going on? And... You just need to just have fun with it, man. When you have fun with it, you know, whether it gets to the stage, whether it doesn't, at least you can look back and say, yeah, I had fun with it. And I, and I, I tried. Because at the end of the day, everything's going to be, all of this one day is just going to be memories. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So for me, I try to live in the present moment because it's just all going to be memories. But actually, I, I had fun with it. I had fun. I had, in my, in my, I'd never run it to that scale. So it was all just a new experience and it was fun because it was fun watching an idea turn into reality. And you're seeing other people come to your place. Like people are messaging. I'm thinking this is something, you know, say we created. And, yeah. and like that's the most exciting thing about business is having it in your head and watching other people enjoy the kind of fruits of your labor mm. almost because it's a feel good feeling. Mm. Right. So yeah. Damn. That's damn. how. Boy, yeah. dropped a lot of gems. Dropping it, dropping it, dropping it. <laughs> so what would you say is next for Jashanti? Um, Grey Arc. Just uh, burning Grey Arc. I, I want, I want to, I want, do you know what it is? I want to kind of solidify myself properly in this kind of business, in this world. Like, I, I want to... In the tech I, space? It, to be honest, in the tech space, we're just, I want to just be kind of respected as an entrepreneur. And I feel like, even though I may have done a lot of stuff in the past that I felt like I've done to prove it, I felt like it hasn't really, like, I could talk about, like, say, the story of Lark, taking on that, or my first company that I'd done, you know, so mm. or recruitment agency, or Shisha Lounge, so many people, but, like I said, it's not for me to just keep screaming it. It's for 
me to turn people to actual believers. So I just want to kind of solidify myself in the entrepreneur game and almost kind of show people as well that you can still be an entrepreneur and still be who you are because I'm still around a lot of clients and, you know, kind of high net worth people, but I'm still me. Like, I'm still the same guy that you will go and smoke shisha with. Like, the same energy that I keep now is the yeah. same energy you see 24-7. Mm. I don't look down on people. I definitely I agree with that. I, I, I can co-sign that. Yeah, you, you I, definitely, you know, you always keep it. Yeah, you know, you've got to same. keep it. You've got to be neutral. Yeah. And like I said, you know, if you, if you keep everything kind of neutral, then you don't, you protect yourself at all times because you're never too excited. You're never too disheartened. Like mm. people, fuck, I've had people mess me over, you know, grands and grand, like so many things. And people are like, why are you just relaxed about it? And I'm like, you can't get disheartened. You can't get disheartened on negative stuff or bad stuff. You don't get too excited on really positive stuff. You know what I mean? You keep your neutral balance and it's like, you know that I mean? way it helps you kind of know how to manoeuvre because yeah. never too high, never too low. Yeah, and, and definitely, definitely. Like a lot of people were saying about Selfridges, like you should be excited. Like I was, I, I'm happy that the products are Selfridges because it's like, okay, we, like I managed to do it and everything. But there's so much more of a bigger goal, mm. do you understand? Mm. So how can I get excited on that? Because that, I'm not allowing myself to accept that that's the ceiling. Yeah. Do you understand? Because I've seen people and I've seen these Silicon Valley guys in the tech and everything. And these lot are getting bought off for like hundreds of millions. And this is, and I'm like, I can do the same thing. Why can't I do the same thing? They're all human Again, beliefs. They're all human beliefs. Yeah. And it's because there's not, I can't think of the top of my head and name five tech millionaires. I can't. Like black tech millionaires. Mm. Do you understand? So like, I feel like if I can kind of break down some doors, then someone else, they're going to look at it and say, well, he's done it. And he's just lucky like me. He looks like me, talks like me. Yeah. And he really and done it. hope to the younger generation as 100%. well. 100%. Because there's really relatability. 100%. 100%. Like, like, sometimes when I go into meetings, I'll go so casual dress because I want these lot to accept me who, who I am. Yeah. I can put on a suit and I can match the energy, but I'm not going to try and pretend or be pretentious. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I feel like if you can just keep who you are, but... And, and do it like that you, you open you inspire and then you inspire and then sooner or later someone else does it but they do it better than you've done it do you understand and before you know it that's how it should be anyway that's how it should be yeah. that's how it should be because that's how everyone else is doing it and that's just it's, it's a much deep rooted issue I think yeah. within our kind of community and everything but I feel like that's the main thing we just are not exposed to a lot and it's like so what's the long term goal or vision for Great Arctic long term vision expanding so I want to so not do you know what let me speak this into existence <laughs> let's go for it okay my plan so we're talking great because I actually want to come back to this interview in a year's time and see if I've actually done it my goal my, my, my goal what I will do hopefully is that I want to expand into so outside the UK Okay. Have a couple stores there yep. in which in front and uh, department stores there. Um, by next year, hopefully, we would have launched five products at least by then. So right now we've got the two. Yeah, we've got the two. So we've got f- so three more by then. Um, also, as well, I'm hopefully starting up a virtual reality world. A-R. It's in works. It's it's in the A-R. works. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what it is like like virtual reality? I feel like it's an emerging market, and it doesn't. I know like, a lot of people won't really make sense of it right now because it's, it's such like an untapped market. But, but I feel like 
virtual reality and kind of that kind of the, the AR and everything is is the future. Is the future? I feel like you know in the future we will be able to not just play games like that. We're going to be able to go on treadmills mm. like like the Ready Player One movie, mm. like and, and like like Facebook world, like yeah. put on a Facebook thing and you're in a lounge with all your friends. Do you understand? We so have you're like already virtual, thinking ahead. Like you're virtual, thinking years yeah, ahead. Do you know what it is? I feel like if I can tap into this now and do it, I'll be your forefronter because an untapped market. So, if so I you have a, a big market share. Yeah, but because grey art technology, I want to diverse in both sides. So I want the customer experience in the stores where they can do it, but I want them to have the experience the, of the virtual reality. So okay. two sides of the tech. So it's like one by one, I'm going to be dominating each tech sector. So, like, in the future, future, my big plan is that I want to open a great arc network, which will have everyone have their own SIM cards. I know how to do it. Anyway. True visionary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no. Lord. I want to do it. You see, like, well, gift you, heard it first. you heard it first. You heard it first. 100%. Visionary. Listen, a, a, a year from now, we'll see, we'll see what kind of position uh, we're in and then take from there. But, it's bold. I mean, a year ago, like I said, it's, and, and it's just like just having the confidence. Like I said, it's just pure confidence, pure confidence and being your own hype person and doing it because at the end of the day if you don't believe no one's going to believe do you understand so you need to be confident in your ability regardless if anyone thinks your idea is shit or this is that's absolutely fine people are going to shoot down your idea all the time people shoot down my ideas all the time Mm. do you understand and that's absolutely fine but at the end of the day like the results will speak for themselves when it's all when the dust clears we'll see we'll see See what's, uh, see what's happening. No, so I, I even forgot to ask you because you, you, we only went through the first product. Could you yeah. quickly talk us through the, um, the second product, please? The smart notebook. So this is the smart notebook. So um, excuse the dirty cover because it's been in my room. <laughs> but basically, um, I took uh, inspiration from the iPad. So I like the way the iPad display was and everything. And so what I've done, I kind of created the same for this box and everything. But with the actual notebook, what this notebook allows you to do, so it's, a, uh, it's an actual notebook. It's got all the papers and everything. Okay. Now, what you'll find tends to happen is when you... When you camera? Yeah. So when you write in the notebook and um, you download an app, and the notebook actually it types up what you're writing in the notebook on oh, your phone. Wow. So you could be taking notes in a lecture or a meeting, or you could be like, let's say for example, I can have my PA give her the notebook. She could go to a meeting, write some notes down, taking notes. I can see on my phone in real time is... what she's writing, and then you press a button and it types it up into Word document and PDF. So if you're on a lecture and you're taking quick notes, because some people, they haven't got time to be going back and forth and sometimes your laptop dies and if you're a journalist and you need to take something quick down, you can write it down. Instead of having to type up later on, it does it automatically for you on the app. And then on top of that, you can translate it into like 24 universal languages across the world. So my friend, that is innovation at its yeah, finest. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. I mean, like, it, it, hopefully, like, it, it will, like, people will catch on to like this, this, this good technology out there and, you know, you can... You this can, is out for sale right now. Uh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so your two products right now. Where can the audience, um, for those out there who are interested in your products, where can they? If they, they can, want to purchase, they can go they... in Selfridges in the tech store. Minus one, um, when there, or you can go to uh, Greyark Technology. That's right, GreyarkTech.com. 
Guys, the, um, the online shop will be down in the description box below. Definitely check them out. Yeah, go greyarttech.com. And so, yeah, that's, that's, so these were like the first kind of two products, but. Um, early days, but listen, it's a marathon, yeah, not a sprint. Exactly, and exactly. I'm not going to lie, the amount of confidence you've just shown me just now, I have no doubt in my mind. Listen, like we're going to be, be seeing your company a lot more, but, more, of, more often. Do you know what it is? Uh, and I'll say this, like, I, I completely understand. And like a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people, probably watch, whether they know me or not, in the next few years, hopefully, I can solidify myself and then I'll be able to say that I kind of done what I've said and everything. Mm. But yeah, for now it's just grafting, grafting, grafting. putting it, putting the work in, putting the work in and the time in. So amazing. Yeah. That's just great stuff, man. I just to sort of round it off the last couple of questions. Um, so for the audience out there, for a young guy or girl who is entrepreneur minded mm-hmm. and maybe has an idea or vision in mind, what would you say sort of the, the maybe the, the key sort of steps they need to sort of take to, um, to translate their idea to reality and also the, the fear they might have in their mind thinking yeah. it's a risk, et cetera, et cetera. Because you've been there. Yeah. I feel like when you're, when you're young, like a lot of people as well, obviously, it's, I, I, I like to call it parental insanity. And that's, parental insanity. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm, I'm learning, guys. I'm, 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 I'm writing a book slowly. So, like, each, I'm adding like chapters to it. One of the chapters I wrote, which is uh, Parental Insanity, and basically it talks about how as uh, we tend to follow our, our parents' opinions and steps because that's our safe haven at mm. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, what you will tend to find is that a lot of people, they will follow in the same steps as their parents. And then they end up slipping in the same area, getting a normal job. And do you understand? And most of the time, a lot of parents, they project their fears on their children, which then, which is fine because like, uh, it's respectable at the end of the day because at the end of the day, a parent just wants the best for their child. Um, And so, you know, that's why they'll push them to go to university, to get a good job, to do this, 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 this and everything. But I, but, my my mum, she was like told, she said, listen, whatever you want to do, you go for it. Do you know what I mean? So it was kind of cool. But I feel like a lot of other people out there, they're so scared because then, like I said, they haven't, they haven't got the support system to tell them they can achieve it. Okay. Now, my advice is that the worst that's going to happen is that you're going to fail and you're going to learn a lesson. You cannot physically get any worse do you understand? You can't get any worse. It's like right now. You've bought, everyone's in their lives bought a console, right? When you first buy a console, you first buy a game. How shit are you at the game? Terrible. Two or three times afterwards, you get better, right? Mm-hmm. After that, you start to get better. It's like FIFA. Everyone under the sun calls themselves the FIFA king. Why? Because they bang out so much. Mm. Apply that same thing to business. Do you understand? Because mm. it's the same thing, right? Mm. Why does everyone have so much confidence that if they can, this is this. But when they first bought the game, no one's ever good at it. But that's the same, same, same theory. Do you know what I mean? But in business, it just it's a bit more harsh. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying you learn. There's a lot of lessons you will learn, but learn the lessons because if it's not now, when when is it going to be? Like, this is this is the youngest we're actually ever going to be. Yeah. keep right now. We're never going to be the same age. We're again. Never, never going to be this age again. And tomorrow, be older. That's it. Day's gone. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's like 
regardless, tomorrow's still going to go on. You might as well go for what you want. Just like even take a shot at it. Do you know what I mean? If you don't have any guidance, look at who's done it and just innovate what they've done. Times 10. Say, okay, every, follow them. Like, like literally study them and just innovate. And how important would you say for the young entrepreneurs out there, the importance of networking? Um, yeah, I, I, I believe networking is, is very key because at the end of the day, you're a product of your environment, right? You're a product of your environment. Like when I was 19, like I, I came in Canary Wharf and I remember when I was handing out my CV and I was in my K-Swiss tracksuit because I, no one had ever told me that it, that wasn't normal. So I thought it was normal to come outside HSBC and handing out my CV in a tracksuit. Do you understand <laughs> Like yeah. and then, but then, when I'm when when loads of people who I'm handing out to think I'm either trying to beg or trying to rob them or something, how can I be upset about that? Because it, it's it's like a catch twenty two almost. It's like it's weird because like I can't really be upset. I was upset about it. Now thinking about it, I shouldn't have been upset because that wasn't the right, right way to do it. Mm. But again, it comes down to you're not exposed to it. Do you understand? And even even if you want to get yourself out there in the first place, just start going to these spaces and just start to observe people. Like I said, like the worst someone's going to say is no. The worst anyone can ever tell you is no. What's a no? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Sometimes so, it's just not now. Wrong time. No, but it's not now, but that's fine. You say to them, that's absolutely fine, but you will see me. That's what you need to tell me. You tell them, you make sure. You make sure, because like, I have people, and like I said, like, I, I've got people who are, you know, way, way more wealthy, like, like, like creme de la creme guys, right? And the reason I can chill with them and even just, because I'm just me at the end of the day. Like, I don't try to put myself on a crazy pedal stall. I don't try to, I just, I'm just like a sponge. I just, I just want to learn. And when you approach someone, you tell to them, look, I just want to soak up knowledge. I want to learn that person's willing to give, they think, okay, this person wants to learn something off me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it might not be one person, but you'll find it. And your network is just important because at the end of the day, that's the thing that's going to elevate you. Because if now there's five of us right now and you're the only person that's not in the business, but we're always talking about 24-7, it's naturally going to rub off on you. It's mm. naturally going to rub off on you. Mm. Naturally. But you have people that all they're talking about is like doing this or doing a craziness or doing this or, do you know what I mean? You're naturally going to fall into that because that's all you know. Your products are your environment. Do you understand? So, like, I feel like, you know, just do that. And if you can't ever kind of do that, just picture yourself in 10 years' time and say, who would I be chilling around with? And start to look for those people. And that's how you do it. Boy, this was a very insightful interview. Any last words, Josh? I don't know. I think you've dropped enough. You got lost. Like, look, what are you advising to people? Well, well I mean, I'm, I'm still on my journey, really. Like, you know, for someone like yourself, I, you know, I, I look up, I see you, and I, yeah. what you, do, what you're doing is very inspiring. You know, um, because I have, you know, a few ideas myself. Yeah. Sometimes I would say maybe fear holds me yeah. back, yeah. or or just the fear of loss, or like sort of the yeah. risk as well. Yeah. When I see individuals like yourself, just fearless, just doing it, it's yeah. just like, hold on. He's doing it. Yeah. Why can't I do it? Just translate into my industry. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll definitely say, you know, have again, talking about network, having the right people in your space and your back and see what they're doing yeah. gives you that belief. Again, yeah. going back to the belief system you spoke about that you can actually do it. Yeah. And especially when it's someone close to home, you're black like me. 
mm, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe similar ages. Yeah. So it's just like, it just reinforces that belief system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely, I, I, you know, I, I definitely, you know, support wow. all the sentiment you're saying. And, you know, I feel like you've, you've literally dropped a lot of gems no, today. Thank you. God damn. But thank honestly, you. Josh, from the bottom of my heart, I'm very, very impressed with this business you've set up. Oh, I, I, feel, I, think, I think you set up sometime last year. Yeah, um, I mean, it was set up pretty much kind of two years ago. Well, what happened was I set up originally and then I, I had two of my friends I wanted to get in with. And then over time, no one's really doing anything with the business. So it was like, okay, do you know what? I'm just going to have to do this because otherwise, if I don't do it, it's not, it's not going to get done. done. Yep. It's just procrastination. And it's like, at the end of the day, stuff don't need to be procrastinated. Do you, do you understand? It's like, if we're going to do a business, let's do a business. Don't talk to me about three, four months, we have to sell up and do this and this. Is, no, we, we can do all of that in a day. Do you mm. understand? And, and that's like my thing. This is why I try to scream so much. Like, stop procrastinating. Just do it. Just do it. What's the worst can happen? Do you know what I'm saying? You can get stuff done <sighs> yeah. very easily, very quickly, yeah. and efficiently and cheap as well. Yeah. Get it done. So, Josh, great having you. No man. problem.